Let's pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come and take my words, that they will be your words, that your truth will be spoken here. For I ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So Mary Magdalene, we have I did a little bit of research um, last night just to make sure we were talking about the same person that I thought we were talking about. Turns out um, I was both right and wrong. Um, Mary Magdalene, we think of her, or at least I've always thought of her as the same one who was the one at the tomb that we just read about. Um, the first one to see the, the risen Lord Jesus there. But I also think about her being the one that anointed Jesus's oil or Jesus's feet with oil and washed his, washed her, washed his feet with her hair. And I think about her being the one that it says in Mark, um, uh, out of whom seven demons were cast. And so um, I was sort of right and sort of wrong, according to what uh, blessed Wikipedia said in doing this. But um, actually, Pope Gregory rolled those three women together in like 590 A.D. Um, the woman at the, um, who anoints Jesus' feet, the um, one out of whom the demons came, and then Mary at the tomb, he sort of conflated those three together close to 600 years into the Christian tradition. And the tradition has kind of continued to where we still kind of confuse them um, today. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just found that interesting because you never know what you might have assumed or overlooked. But when I think about Mary, and I think about Mary Magdalene, I think about this passage from John. I think about her stooping and peering into that empty tomb, seeing the angels in white, And then um, hearing Jesus say her name. And when Jesus says her name, she knows who he is. And I think that's going to be the truth of Mary Magdalene for all of us, too. When Jesus says our name, we'll know and we'll know it's him. Um, She is known as the apostle to the apostles because of this episode. She was sent. Apostle simply means someone who is sent. And she was sent to the apostles to tell them that she had seen the Lord. And um, as such, she is known as the first apostle as well. And so um, in thinking about her and then in thinking about the readings that they have given us for her, it all sort of makes sense. And... um, want to focus just briefly on this passage from um, First Corinthians, or 2 Corinthians 5. And it has to do with um, this ministry of reconciliation. And we are to be um, ambassadors for Christ. That's what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to show Jesus to the world. And um, we do that by our love. It says, for the love of Christ compels us. And we have concluded this, that if one has died for all, therefore all have died. He died for all, that those who live might not live for themselves, but for him who died for for their sake and was raised. And it says, we no longer look at anyone from a worldly point of view, from according to the flesh, like we once did. But we look at them through the eyes of Christ. And I find that um, 
that softens my heart in the most um, hard-hearted, frustrated, and angry situations when I am able to slow down and take a deep breath and to see people as Jesus, as I would imagine even Jesus sees them, it allows me to have compassion. It allows me to show mercy. It allows me to demonstrate that love in ways that in my own broken sinfulness, um, I I wouldn't be able to do. And so um, if we have heard Jesus call our name, and we know his voice, and we follow him, and we can see his love for this broken and hurting world, and we can show that love to the world, then we are on our way to becoming this new creation that's promised, this transformed, resurrected, um, glorified person that we see in Jesus. One of the coolest pieces of scripture I think I know, it's very simple, but it's very um, mind-blowing at the same time, is 1 John 3, I think it's verse 8, and it says, when we see him, we will be like him. And Mary has seen this resurrected, glorified Jesus. And the rest of her life, she lived telling people about him. And she became more and more like him as we have this encounter with the resurrected, glorified Jesus. As he calls us by name, we become more and more like him. We show his love to the world and we demonstrate who he is. We become ones who are sent. We become ambassadors of reconciliation. Because it doesn't matter what you've done. If you confess with your lips and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And that transformation begins when we first believe, but it continues until we are with him in glory. And so, um, not a long sermon, not a complicated sermon, but one worth thinking about because Mary Magdalene, um, was significant, is significant. She was the first one to see the resurrected Jesus. She was the one who was sent to the rest of the apostles. And um, like her, we all have our brokenness and we all have the opportunity to come to the Lord to be healed and then to be used by him for his glory. Let's pray. Lord, thank you um, that you use broken vessels. And Lord, thank you that you use each of us, um, despite all of our weaknesses, all of our failures, and all of our sinfulness. Lord, you use us to show forth your glory in this world. Lord, help us um, to hear your voice, to know your voice, to recognize your voice, just, just as Mary did. And help us to cling to you the way that she did Um, when she realized who it was. Lord, that we would hold ever fast to you and that you would um, make your ways evident in our lives, that we would bring you glory. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.